Welcome to the Poetry Questions TPQ20, where we sit down with your favorite authors to talk about passions, process, pitfalls, and poetry. My name is Chris Margolin. Let's expand the conversation. Thank you so much for spending time on TPQ20 today. Uh, we always like to start off by saying, you know, I know who you are, but our audience, uh, some of our audience may be new to you. If you were to kind of give your, you know, the bio the publicist doesn't get, that kind of elevator pitch of who you are, who are you? Oh, man. Well, first, thank you so much for having me. I'm so bad at fun bios or like talking about myself in general, <laughs> but my name is Jennifer Huang. I am a writer with a visual arts background who enjoys doing lot of outdoors things like hiking and climbing and gardening and I am just trying to figure out life just like everyone else. (laughs) I think perfect bio. So I think that actually it easily leads into our next little section. We like to start off with the idea of passions uh, and you brought up that idea of hiking and kind of that visual medium. Where are your passions in those pieces and how do maybe they find themselves into your poetry? Oh, that's a good question. I think that my passions, I've always been someone who enjoys doing a lot of different things and always having my hands in a lot of different projects. So when I'm not writing, I'm usually trying to like not be on the computer. (laughs) And um, which is why I like doing things outdoors and like working with my hands, like gardening. It just like gets me out of my head and out of like the the zoom zingy feelings of the internet, which is helpful when I come back to writing or come back to doing work. And I think that's how I feel about visual arts too. Like I usually do things that don't require a computer. So like collaging, I used to work with a lot of like embroidery or fiber arts and just like... Yeah, it's just like a different way of being creative and refreshing the brain. Do you ever have a way to combine kind of that visual and the, and the poetry piece and kind of uh, do you get into a, a frastics uh, at all? Or are yeah. you who is a kind of that visual poetry person as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I do enjoy, I love visual poetry and I love reading other visual poets and their works. Or like artists who also work with text within their medium. I got a chance to work with like poetry and visual arts in my undergrad, during undergrad, because that was part of my thesis or like my project. (laughs) But I haven't done so much of that since then. But I think I want to try to go back to that or be more playful. Um, I've been thinking of like graphic poetry or like graphic novels. Yeah, but that's like really like 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 beginnings of thoughts they're not like things that i've acted on that's all right it's everybody's got their uh, you know their their iphone notes log yes. full, full of millions of different little scraps of pieces so yeah <laughs> you, what uh, whereabouts do you live uh, right now i'm living in maryland so i'm living back at my hometown Ooh. in rockville so, so at least it's pretty hiking out there so you get a <laughs> I mean, there, there are things that are a close drive, like in Northern Virginia, Virginia, and West Virginia. Yeah. So then 
when it comes to kind of, you know, your process for doing, for writing, are you somebody who kind of sits down? Do you have that nine to five approach when you're not outside and kind of doing the other things? Uh, do you have a, like a set schedule or are you somebody who kind of, it comes to you when it comes to you? Do you have any rituals or superstitions that go along with it? You know, 14 candles lit in the background with, you know, a couple six incense going on. What's your process? Yeah, I wish I had more of a process like candles, but um, it's, it's really... Like, we really, in three seasons so far, we haven't found many people who have a process of candles and incense. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> my process is mostly like it comes when it comes, especially with poetry. With, with I was writing fiction for a little bit, and that was more of a regimen where I would write like I would try to do like word counts and try to make my word count or like do like a certain amount of time and writing for that certain amount of time and having that set aside every day. And when I was working like a nine to five job, I did have to like schedule in time to write or else it wouldn't happen. But now that my schedule is a little bit more like free, I guess, I don't schedule as much, but I'm also not writing. <laughs> there's like a correlation or something I don't know but yeah I'm I'm also kind of in this period where I feel a little bit like thinking or I'm thinking about new ideas so I, I don't I'm not really like in the writing stage of writing right now well that's, a, that's an interesting way of thinking though you're you're kind of coming up with those ideas how do you catalog those or are they just kind of you know them and when you're ready for them they're they're there or do you are you writing them down places or how does that look? Yeah, so I am writing them down. Like when I do have like epiphany moments, I'll open my notes app and like write things down or I'll like record myself talking. Because oftentimes these ideas come when I'm driving and so it's not safe to like open up my notes tab. So I'll just do like a voice recording and then- Do you have time going back and listening to yourself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so- how long would you say you've been really working toward being a full-time author? Oh, I don't know that I am a full-time author. <laughs> How long were you, do, I mean, I guess, when did you really start thinking that you could do something with your writing, that, other, that, that, it, was, that it was important enough that others should be taking a look at it? When did you feel you could put it out into the world? Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I'm like, did I ever have a, I feel like I'm such an insecure person where I'm like, does my work matter? <laughs> but I will answer the question. I think I started to take my writing more seriously when maybe like in 20, 20, what year is it? It's 2022. <laughs> All right, this pandemic has taken years off of all of us. I know, yeah. Probably around like 2017, I was living in New York and working. And so I had thought like, when I graduated from college, I was like, oh, I'm like an adult now. I'm going to get a job. I don't need to write anymore. That's like things that like you don't need to do when you have a job <laughs> or something, which is what I learned growing up so of course that's something I would fall back on yeah but I like the writing kept calling to me and I just kept having ideas that needed to be written down so that's when I really like gave in and I was like okay I'm going to I need time to do this so I, then I applied 
to MFA programs. Very cool. Do you think that the going into the MFA program and kind of having that regiment and that schedule was really the kind of the catalyst to get you to this next, you know, this next step? Yeah, definitely. I think so. And also just like being in a space where like for most of my time there, I was either like talking and hanging out with other writers or like talking about writing in class or like reading and talking about craft and then also working on my own work. So it was very intensive and immersive. And so I had no other choice but to write and think and like really be in that space. And I think that was definitely very helpful. Yeah. What do you think? So I guess you've kind of started talking about it and the idea of, you know, these pitfalls that we kind of go through where you had this idea that because you were ready to get a job done with college, you had to be kind of done with the, you know, the playfulness of writing. Like it is, you know, that's something we, we do in our bedrooms and our diaries you know, up until we start to go to work. What do you think? I mean, I kind of wonder how many people have that same thought and put down the pen mm. and kind of just go to work. And, you know, how many voices does that leave unheard? Mm. Um, what was the, you know, you said kind of poetry was kind of calling to you. I guess the precursor to that, what was that, that kind of force of thought you think that, or was it something that maybe you were a little more insecure, like you were saying, do you feel like, how do you think you got to a point where you understood that you could have both work and your poetry? Yeah, that's a very good question, I think. And I think that's something that I'm still navigating. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like I really flirt, like my writing really flourished within the MFA program when it was like, there was time and space to do that mm-hmm. specific thing. I think like, really something that stuck with me from college was my professor and mentor Lauren Shapiro she really encouraged me to apply to MFA programs she was like you should consider this but then that I was like nah I'm gonna work and then so when I was like reconsidering work (laughs) and the job that I had I kind of like remembered what she said And that's really what pushed me forward. Yeah. I don't know if, if. Yeah. What do you think there was a early in early in your life, way back when, when you kind of started those formative years of putting together poems, was there somebody or a poem that inspired you to get to that point where like, I can write a poem. Um, What was kind of that catalyst for you getting to the poetry world in the first place? Yeah. World in the first place. You said he's kind of started writing fiction. Yeah. So for poetry, it was definitely Ocean Vuong's book, Night Sky with Exit Wounds. I read that um, maybe my second year in college. And I like up until that point, I was kind of like, oh, I really enjoy poetry, but I don't think I could ever really write it or be published because it doesn't seem like there's a place for my voice or whatever. I just was like very unsure about it. But then I read Night Sky with Exit Wounds. And I was like, oh my God, like this book is incredible. And I like see like threads that I've been thinking about. And like, yeah, it was just like such a mind blowing and eye opening experience and like heart opening as well. And I'm really grateful for that book and what it taught me and what it allowed me to like see within myself. Ocean definitely has a way of uh, of making you 
feel as um, they have a way of really doing something to affect how you feel when you're reading. They don't, you're not just reading something when you're, when you're reading their poetry, you really are living and breathing their poetry. Yeah, mm-hmm, uh, definitely. They have a very personal feeling to everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like wise too, or like, just like astute and like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like hard to put like, yeah, it's just like <laughs> amazing. Yeah. There's a beauty and a power there that just, it's a, you know, it's one of those voices of a generation. Um, they truly, mm-hmm. they truly a gorgeous voice. So what are you excited about? What's coming up or, or who's out there poetry wise that you're really like, that you're reading and really enjoying right now or anything that you're reading and enjoying right now. And then, uh, What's coming up for you or what can we find already on uh, bookshelves? Oh, (laughs) what am I excited about? (laughs) Okay, I'm excited about, I'm reading Bitter by Akweke Amezi. It's a young adult novel. I read Pet and that was very good, which is what drew Bitter. Pet is a book I teach middle school and Pet's a book I've been trying to push on my students this year quite a bit. Yes. so amazing i think the imagination in that book is like so so like stellar and very innovative (laughs) yeah so i'm excited about that what else am i reading i wish i could see my pile of books because i'm bad (laughs) at remembering things (laughs) oh i've been reading josh charles's new collection a year and other poems and I do. I really want to read Ocean Vuong's new collection, but I haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of other people, but maybe that's enough for now. That's an amazing, amazing. So what about you? What can we find on the shelves that might inspire some, uh, some current readers? Yeah, so my debut collection, Return Flight, just came out this January. It's sold everywhere books are sold. So there you have it. But maybe buy it from an indie bookstore, like a local indie if you can. Yeah, I'm excited that it's out in the world and kind of fluttering about. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me today on TPG20. We really look forward to seeing your next adventure in the world. And uh, thank you again. And we will talk to you at some point soon. Have a great rest of the day. Awesome. Thanks so much, Chris. Thank you. This was so fun. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Poetry Questions TPQ20. Please like, rate, review, and subscribe. See you next week.